If you've ever ridden on one of his trains, it's a memorable experience. Welcome aboard, all y'all. This is San Francisco train. Shifting gears and cruising kinda slow as we take that low ride into Pleasant Hill. Now we're arriving Pleasant Hill Station. Many of his riders know him as Captain Jack. Alright, kick back, relax, enjoy Captain Jack's tour of the bay as we set sail for the city and that Embarcadero Station. His real name is Bob Molito, and he's one of the most popular train operators working for BART. I recently had the chance to sit down with Bob to learn more about the man behind the funny one-liners that have entertained thousands of BART riders. You come to this job after a lot of experience working in the railroad. Tell, tell me your path, what brought you to BART in the first place? I had uh, separated from the railroad after 33 years, and I was looking for something else. I needed something. And uh, I was trying to sell insurance. I found out I'm not an insurance salesman. And uh, my daughter had a friend that worked down here, and he said they were hiring train operators. Since I was an engineer, probably be a great fit for me. So I took the test, and I was able to pass everything and take the training and become a train operator. How has that gone for you so far? You've been here, it sounds like, uh, t about 10 years? I've been here 13 years now. It's been great. You know, being a train operator is a wonderful job. Tell me a little bit about that in terms of your day-to-day -day job. What kind of responsibilities do you have? Well, I have responsibilities for the train. If anything goes wrong on the train, I'm supposed to know about what to do to fix it. Um, they have a lot of techs out on the line now where you call it in and the tech will try to meet the train and take care of your problem. But there are times when you're stuck somewhere, there's nobody can get to you, you've got to handle it. And you've got to know the ins and outs of the BART equipment, you know, how to reset things, how to set things right to get the train moving. We be dropping down into the valley of Orinda. Now we're arriving Orinda Station. Train operators, you have some tough stuff to do. I mean, sometimes you got to go out there and you got to crank a switch. And I, I don't think people understand that. What, what is that like? Cranking the switch is um, sometimes it's not so bad, but there are places in the system where it's really difficult, like at the airport. I mean, it's about a 10-foot drop down from the BART car to the trackway. <laughs> And then you go line the switch, and then you got to find a way to climb back up into your train. We'll be walking on air right on into Walnut Creek. Now we're arriving Walnut Creek Station. What's some of the, the most crazy, most uh, concerning stuff that you've come across in your time at BART? A lot of weird things. Um, people will do strange things to get on a train. And I've got a train right behind me. They can see the headlights, but they still want to get on this train. And... Uh, it makes it difficult to get the train down the road. You know, sometimes I have to close the doors on people. They don't like it, but, you know, it can only take so many people. We can only stay there so long because we've got another train right behind us. People want to go. And um, so, you know, I do what I have to do to keep the train moving. Uh, what, what is most disconcerting is when people play with the train. I've had people, you know, come and act like they're going to jump in front of my train, and then they jump up and down and laugh and think it's really funny. They don't realize what it does to me. You know, the idea of running over people doesn't sit well. Um, a lot of people have never had that experience. I have. And um, it doesn't make you feel very good at all. And it ruins the rest of your day. And I would really like people to respect trains because they're nothing to play with. The sky and our magic carpet ride as we drift on into West Oakland. Now we're arriving West Oakland Station. Patrons that had a problem with the smoker. We have a BART 
supervisor on the platform that's going to come and try to take care of the situation. Little things can go a long way, I think, sometimes. If people are stressed, they just want to get home, they're tired, they're cramped in these cars, especially during the afternoon commute. Your announcements kind of add some levity for folks. How long have you been doing the, the fun announcements? Uh, I started the f announcements about maybe two years into my employment. Um, just saying, we're at North Concord. This train goes to the airport. I, you know, that got really boring to me, and um, a lot of people just didn't hear that. What I found out is if I put a little intro into it, people, what? And then I say where we're at or where we're going, people get it. They hear it. And um, so it was a way to kind of get people to listening to me. And I tried to invent different things, you know. Um, you know, I, I plagiarized the heck out of people that write and, and sing and do movies. I plagiarized all their stuff. <laughs> I'll admit it, <laughs> but it's good stuff. And, um, you know, I, I try to keep it fun. I try to keep it short. Um, I don't want to make any long announcements because people get tired of hearing me talk. I try to keep it short and sweet, um, give them some information, and try to be something, you know, light, a little bit funny, where it's, it's not so serious. And, and maybe they can relax on their way home or wherever they're going and give them a better day. I did have one experience with a gentleman. I mean, it, it really moves me. I was on my way to Fremont, and I was doing my thing, you know, just having fun, cutting up. This guy came up to my cab, and he says, man, I want to really thank you for your announcements. Uh, you really brightened my day. I said, well, you're welcome, sir. Enjoy the rest of it. He says, no, you don't understand. You see, I've just lost my job. I lost my house, I lost my, my vehicles, my wife divorced me and moved away, and I was thinking about going home today and committing suicide. <laughs> oh. And uh, he told me, you know what? You just reminded me, it's a temporary affliction. I don't need to do a permanent solution for it. Thank you very much. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, that that makes you emotional today. I mean, what a what a moving experience. I mean, yeah. that's, that's incredible how you can impact people. I mean, and, and you see it directly. Yeah. You know, and it's nice to have a lot of people, you know, wave at me when they get off or then they come up to me, hey man, it's great seeing you. And you know, that makes my day. You know, I really like that. Up and over the hill onward toward Orinda. Do you practice the lines before you get in the train or does it just kind of flow out of you? I just kind of, run it through my head a couple of times right before I'm going to say it to try to figure out how I'm going to say it or what I want to say. And then when I get something that works, you know, I file it away and use it once in a while here and there. Yeah, I've had a lot of people leaving, leaving the airport, you know, going back home and they like, hey, man, that was great. We don't hear that stuff back home. You know, that was great. That was nice. Thanks for the ride. Hey, enjoy your flight, you know. See you when you get back to town. Making like a herd of turtles as we race off for 12th Street. Oakland City Center. I do an announcement going through the tube, and uh, I like to do different announcements going down through there. And one of them I do is uh, kick back, relax, enjoy Captain Jack's tour of the bay as we set sail for the city and Embarcadero. Army hearties, yo ho! And uh, people started calling me Captain Jack. And we got a guy here. His name is Jack. They call him Captain Jack. He goes, "Hey, you stole my name." <laughs> I'm looking at your hat. Were you in the Navy? Yes, I was. I was a Vietnam combat veteran. Well, I signed, I signed up for six years for submarine duty, nuclear power electrician. And uh, I was a high school dropout. 
And uh, I took all the tests. I went through all the schooling, electronics and electricity and all that stuff. And I got ready to go to nuclear power school. And they said, you know, you're right at the one-third cutoff point. So you've got a choice. You can either go to nuclear power school or you can go to the fleet. And all these guys that are going to nuclear power school, they're all college grads. They're all working with slide rules and stuff. That's before we had calculators. And I'm thinking, man, you know, these guys are sharp. I, you know, I need to do a little training before I go try to hang with that kind of company. So I told them I want to go to the fleet. The train headed in toward MacArthur Station. I just want the uh, passengers that ride the trains to know that, you know, our job here is to get you safely to where you want to go. We have a lot of difficulties in doing our job. A lot of things happen behind the scenes that we have no control over. Um, sometimes we have some bad passengers that cause problems and our trains get stuck because we have to wait for BART police to show up, take care of the situation. People get sick, people get injured, and we're not just gonna keep on going. We're gonna stop and get that person medical assistance. You know, we're here to help you. We're here to help you get home safely. And um, we hope that you enjoy the ride. Certainly a lot better than being on that freeway. For those of you leaving us at Lafayette, it's time to pack your bags and head for the dough. Thanks to Bob Alito, and thank you for listening to Hidden Tracks, Stories from BART. You can listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course at our website, bart.gov podcasts.